So in life, we'll usually choose the things that we're most excited about working on, especially when it comes to our own creativity. We might choose jobs for the sake of money, or we might choose certain activities for the sake of other desirable objects and things. But for the most part, we choose what we want to do because it's what we're most excited about. The thing that we're not always tuned into, that we're not always as accountable as we should be for, is when we lose excitement for something. And this happens more often than you might think. You might be absolutely elated, like excited out of your mind today to work on a specific project, but you don't necessarily know how you're going to feel about it a few years down the line. So case in point, I started Music Entrepreneur HQ around 2016, but it has its roots in something I created way back in 2009. And even before I moved it to Music Entrepreneur HQ, it was already called <laughs> The Music Entrepreneur. So I was especially excited about this idea in 2011, 2012, when I was discovering network marketing and realizing just how much there was a missing in my own education and no doubt in the education of other musicians looking to build a successful career, and that is entrepreneurship. We really are entrepreneurs as creatives, and the sooner we can embrace this fact, the sooner we can begin to take ownership and power over our careers. And when you have power over your career, you start making decisions and you take it upon yourself to find pathways that are going to work for you until you have that moment of embracing it. And it doesn't have to be entrepreneurship specifically, but until you embrace the moment that you're responsible and you're capable and you can find a way, you tend not to look for it. So I was really excited about introducing this to the world and, and sharing it with others because I knew it could add value to people. And I found that within a really short amount of time, there were other skilled marketers who were able to do it far better than I was. And I guess they were just poised for the opportunity. And I don't think I was doing it badly at all. I do need to give myself credit where it's due, but there were certainly other marketers that were like, oh, I know how to take this to the next level. So my vantage point was I'm jumping into a blue ocean or pretty close to a blue ocean by getting into music entrepreneurship versus just talking about how to be a better independent musician, which is really all that people were talking about back then as far as I could find. So I was jumping into an ocean that was relatively clear. Within a short amount of time, it started turning into a red ocean. Now, is that a reason to get in or get out? Not necessarily because you can always be the category leader. And if you can rise to be the category leader, you might as well stay in it because your name and the things that you create are gonna become associated with what you've established. So your brand is practically gonna become synonymous with your, the name of your company or possibly the name of your products. But things were actually going pretty well for me for several years. I remained excited about what I was up to in 2012, 2013, 2014, I felt like things were going backwards a bit, but maybe that's because I didn't choose to leave another project that was no longer really truly in alignment with who I was, which was network marketing. I still think it's an amazing industry with beautiful people and really cool opportunities. It just wasn't really going to work for me, at least not me in 2014 version of me. 
But I ended up redirecting a lot of those energies, sort of energies of like, oh man, I chose wrong and I can't believe I did that and I'm not a person of integrity and I'm never going to be a great leader. I redirected all that into my book and that created new life and new enthusiasm for the project because the new music industry book went on to become the best selling of anything I'd produced. I'd produced countless ebooks and some audio programs and other products to that point as a digital marketer, but I hadn't produced a full-length book like that that it sold on Amazon and pretty much everywhere. And that became an Amazon bestseller and Kobo bestseller. 2016, 2017 remained good years, if somewhat inconsistent. There were a lot of changes in my life. 2018 was a really great year. I came out with the follow-up to the new music industry, if you want to think of it that way. It was the essential guide to Music Entrepreneurship 2018 edition. 2019 was another year of, of pretty significant transition. So I would not say it was a bad year, but it my business certainly did not do in 2019 what it did in 2018. And then we had, I would say, one more pretty solid year in 2020 with the Music Entrepreneur Code. That became another Amazon bestseller. And we sold dozens of copies through the website as well. But that was like really the last time Music Entrepreneur HQ as a business has done really anything for me. And I think, again, that goes back to like, I'm not as excited about that as I once was. I'm still excited about the music business. I'm still excited about music. And I'm still excited about sharing and and teaching some of these principles. That part hasn't gone away. But what I originally saw as being the vision for music entrepreneurship and what I wanted to impart in others, that part is now lost. You know, and a lot of us are, are good people. And I know that because you tend to attract what you are. And I think I'm a, <laughs> I'm not saying like I'm better than anybody else, but I, I do think I'm a good person. I tend to be loyal, tend to deliver on my word. Yes, I've messed up here and there, and I've even admitted those things, but by and large, like I've done right by people. And if I hadn't, usually go back and find a way to make it right. So a lot of us are good people and we get into projects that we're excited about and that we want to do and we end up collaborating with others or getting into a band or writing songs together, stuff like that. And we go into it with the best intentions, not necessarily being aware that at some point, and it could literally be two weeks from now, more likely it'll be two years from now, we're not going to be excited about it at the level we used to be. Sometimes you can reinvent, sometimes you can pivot, and that's fine. But then there also comes a time when you sort of need to examine your options. I mean, options are always infinite, but usually it's like there's three or five things that you're most excited about trying at that point. We need to be more mindful of when we arrive at these points in our lives because they come up more often than we might think. We might choose something going, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. And maybe in some capacity, you'll be doing that one thing the rest of your life, whether it's singing or playing guitar or writing songs. But it may not necessarily be in the capacity that you're doing it now. And there's really a key reason to make sure that you're in tune with this. And you do need to stop and evaluate sometimes. Is because this is your path. You know, this is really one of those secrets to life that they don't tell you. It's not like life comes with instruction manual or anything of the sort you can find stuff that's pretty close but the secret to life is that you have a specific path 
for you to follow that would make you excited and in love with life. And everything will feel magical. And you'll know when you're in it because you'll just feel amazing almost all the time. Not that you ever want to give too much power to time, but you know, weeks, months, years, decades can go by with you doing something that really wasn't quite in the sweet spot for you. And oftentimes the pathway or your specific pathway isn't always the most comfortable, but it certainly is the most exciting, just like a roller coaster. It's got those ups and downs and jump scares and everything else. So the bottom line is that don't be afraid to switch. I mean, I can't tell you how many stories I've heard in podcasts and other sources where people were in safe, secure jobs and then they decided, ah, you know, this is this just isn't it. I'm going to go pursue a music career or I'm going to go start a business or something else like that. You know, so don't write off those inspired feelings. Pay attention to them. And if you have to stop and just give yourself some time to think about it. But don't think too hard and too long because that's just analysis paralysis, right? Begin tuning into your unique pathway and you're going to do really well. It's coming up fast and there's no time. Clean Slate 2024 is coming up fast, February 16th in Victoria, BC. You don't wanna miss out on this incredible live music and multimedia event with a dosage of inspiration to light you up creatively and to have an amazing 2024. Once again, that's Clean Slate. You don't wanna miss out. Go to davidandrewweave.com and you'll either have the option to get updates, win tickets, or buy tickets as soon as they go on sale. So once again, I invite you to go to davidandrewweave.com and get your tickets right away. See you there.